Triple M Mining HQ. Brought to you by the WA Mining Conference and Expo, October 12 and 13. Hello and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up on today's edition of the show, I'll be catching up with Mick Davies, the GM of Kalka Fenceright. We have a chat to him. Plus, Chris Lamesia, he's going to sit down with Noel Ong today. Coffee with Samso, chatting ESG. What's it all about? And why does it matter to ASX listed mining companies? Noel is going to explain all. So let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Pablo, hope life is good for you in the Caratha. Having a coffee this morning. Coffee with Samso. Noel Long's on the phone. G'day, Noel. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Keeping well, thanks. Now, I've posed a few questions for you today. And um, you know all the answers on these, which is absolutely brilliant. For me, I've still got the L plates on. We're talking about ESG, environmental, social and governance. Now, now, first up, Noel, why does it matter for a company to have this in their business? Um, look, I think the ESG is sort of an umbrella word, use it uh, that has come in recently. And um, it is important for companies' business, really, so that you, you give a, a level pegging of, of where you are and what you're doing in terms of trying to do things properly. Uh, I think that's the key. Okay. Is it uh, mandatory these days for mining companies? Sorry, is it, is it bad? Is it, is it mandatory? Oh, look, I don't think it's mandatory, but I think it's not mandatory by by law, but I think it, it's a mandatory thing if you want to move forward. Uh, ESG is really a compilation of everything that we were doing before anyway, uh, in the sense of do the right thing by environment, do the right thing by social, and, and obey the law, which is really effective governance, right? So now we, we've got a basket to put everything in. So um, in, in some ways, look, we've been doing this as, as long as I've been working in this industry anyway. So it's really uh, important. So what about the challenges, Noel? Do companies have challenges to become ESG compliant? Um, yeah, look, the challenges, as I've said, you know, what was there in the past, it is now. I think the whole, the whole ESG compliance requirement uh, is all about trying to make sure you tick all these boxes and because now we put it into a one basket um you you've got to do them all together i guess in some ways um so yeah i mean the the challenges are always there trying to you know do the right thing but yeah that's what has always been done before so what about people looking at the asx they may be sitting back listening they could be uh, investors or potential investors is it a good thing to see a company having ESG? Look, the, it, from an investor point of view, I think where ESG comes in is that, look, everyone's doing the same. We're all doing the right things, right? Well, uh, most, the average Joe company is doing the right thing. However, maybe where investors can see an issue with ESG is like, let's say if you're doing some commodity that's in a very fragile environment, uh, you might think, well, okay, I think the ESG is going to, be an issue here, so therefore you should, maybe they're not the first one to look at. So I think that's where ESG can be an investor friend in terms of dictating where they should put, be putting their money, um, not p- putting their money or putting their money in. ESG, that is this morning's conversation. So do companies generally give a brief on what they're doing in that ESG space? Um. Yeah, look, 
most companies do uh, these days. I think it's almost um, a must-do thing. We all put that statement out that we comply. Uh, we have uh, sort of governance on that, you know. So it is it is um, the the one thing that you you need on your website or, or profile. And the fact that we operate on a land that's uh, well, it's owned by other people and very often by traditional owners who obviously have a deep and abiding connection with the land that goes way back, I would say ESG's got to be a good thing for our traditional owners, right? Yeah, look, I think, you know, let's face it, we need to work with traditional owners, First Nation, you know, in, in other parts of the world. I think it's it's the way forward. Uh, and, to, and most of the issues that a lot of these companies do um, get, it may stem out from this. So, look, you know, I've got a listing that's that's happening in this moment, and I think, you know, one of my um, um, non-exec directors is this Florence Drummond, and we've had conversations about, you know, how we should take things forward, and the path forward is actually, you know, trying to find the best commercial uh, viability for all parties involved. You know, it, it's it's got to be a win-win, not a, you know, one win, one lose. So uh, I think that's very important. And, there's, and I think that's in, in a, every essence of ESG, I think if for Australia especially, that is going to be the key point that people should look at. So, Noel, to wrap this up and talking about your new, newly listed company, Tate & Resources, I believe you've dotted the I's and crossed the T's when it comes to ESG. You've done all that? <laughs> Look, we're, you know, we're, we're not quite there yet. We're still in that fundraising process. We, we should be there closing it on the 21st of October and hopefully there in the first week of November. Uh, yes, you know, we're, that is what I, my belief is that, you know, going forward, it's you got to work together. You're, you're digging, working on the land, and 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 traditional owners, um, you know, we'll, we'll take a part in that. Fantastic! Thank you for your wisdom on ESG, and look forward to talking again soon. The following interview on Mining HQ is a paid interview. A reminder: this may not be the right product for you, and other goods and services may be available. Mick from Calca Fence Right joins us once again. Mick, good morning. Good morning, Pablo. How are you, mate? I'm good, and I've I've noticed that you guys have recently purchased quite a number of vehicles and equipment. Are you able to tell us where these are going and what's it all for? Yeah, mate, it's um, a combination of replacement of older LVs and some equipment that we're obviously moving on, but also some project-specific equipment that's required to perform some works on upcoming projects. Um, as you know, it's been extremely difficult to get your hands on new vehicles and equipment as mm. of recent times. So we're grateful and thankful that we've seemingly over that hump and we've been able to secure some of the required project delivery and project-specific assets that, that we've been waiting on. So are you still in the market for both the sales and estimators as well as the installation crews? Yes, we're always looking to secure the services of experienced fencing installers and, and supervisors. Um, similarly, the market for proactive sales and estimator resources is extremely tight, um, as we know, so we welcome anyone that's looking to get in touch, um, either via the phone or website. There's various advertisements that are also live and active at the moment as well. Well, it sounds like you're busy, you've got lots on the go. If you started to see the benefit and the, the flow-on from the manufacture of your own wire product coming through? Good question. Um, whilst it's been a slow burn, uh, I think the benefits outside of the cost impact that we've certainly seen in the shorter term, um, the, the management of quality and also the ability to be a little bit more flexible um, 
and nimble in the space has certainly uh, paid off and has been a benefit to our, our sales. Um, we're continuing to find ways to streamline the manufacture process and, and the setup and, and obviously the layout and storage of, of racking, etc. down here in Malaga. Um, it's all very much a work in progress, but it's great for the business and certainly good for us in the longer term. So what's the best way, Mick, for people to get in touch with you if anyone out there has an inquiry uh, regarding your services or maybe even employment opportunities? Yeah, as I mentioned before, the website uh, will direct you to the correct area of expertise, um, be it sales or, or operations, uh, for whatever you're reaching out for. And the phone number is also there to give us a buzz during normal normal uh, working hours. Uh, we welcome all the calls. It's um, yeah, exciting time. Fenceright.com.au. Jump online and uh, Mick, we'll catch up again soon. Appreciate it, Pablo. The Mining HQ Podcast. Brought to you by the WA Mining Conference and Expo, October 12 and 13.